settling into your posture, settling into the chair, allowing the breath to fit freely, rise and fall, come and go. Relaxing into the posture, feeling the feet contacting the earth and the sense of being held up by the earth. Just allow your attention to rest in your global awareness, the totality of the sense of sensations in the body from the tip of your toes to the top of your head. Noticing and allowing any areas in the body where there may be some tension or holding. And relaxing into that tension or holding. So this morning will be a contemplation on the poem written by Hackley. century. Chant and praise of Zazen or Song of Zazen. From the very beginning all beings are Buddha. Like water and ice. Without water no ice. Outsiders no Buddhas. How near the truth, yet how far we seek. Like one in water crying, I thirst. Like a child of a rich birth, wandering poor on this earth. We endlessly circle the six worlds. The cause of our sorrow is ego delusion. From dark path to dark path, we've wandered in darkness. How can we be free from birth and death? The gateway to freedom is Zazen, Samadhi, beyond exaltation, beyond all our praises, the pure Mahayana, upholding the precepts, repentance and giving, the countless good deeds and the way of right living all come from Zazen. Thus one true Samadhi extinguishes evils, it purifies karma, dissolving obstructions. Then where are the dark paths to lead us astray? The pure lotus land is not far away. Hearing this truth, heart humble and grateful, to praise and embrace it, 
to practice its wisdom, brings unending blessings, brings mountains of merit. And when we turn inward and prove our true nature, that true self is no self, our own self is no self, we go beyond ego and pass clever words. Then the gate to the oneness of cause and effect is thrown open. Not two and not three, straight ahead runs the way, our form now being no form. In going and returning we never leave home. Our thought now being no thought, our dancing and songs are the voice of the Dharma. How vast is the heaven of boundless samadhi, how bright and transparent the moonlight of wisdom. What is there outside us? What is there we lack? Nirvana is openly shown to our eyes. This earth where we stand is the pure lotus land, and this very body, the body of Buddha. So this poem, like all Zen poetry, is inviting us to take the backward step. To turn inwards. To see how everything we experience is within, that there is no outside, this very body experienced <coughs> as sensations are particular <coughs> 
body that we conventional reality would have us believe is bounded by our skin but when we really investigate very closely during our meditation this presence that we are see if you can locate it anywhere that which knows the body that is, that which is aware of our sensations see if you can locate it anywhere how this presence is also aware of perceptions, sounds, the sounds of the world. The great Buddha's effort of compassion Avalokitesvara, awoke hearing the sounds of the world. These sounds are arising in the same space, if you like, as the sensations you're experiencing of your particular body. The sounds, the sights, the taste and texture, the smells of the world. appear and arise in this presence. Is there any boundary between our sensations and our perceptions? Or is there just one body? A seamless interdependence between our particular human body and the body of the world. We know this scientifically. This body would not be able to exist without its interdependence with the air, the oxygen we breathe, the nutrients that we consume. This is known in Buddhism as other dependence or interdependence or how all phenomena are conditioned, made up of other phenomena, constantly changing and impermanent.
human body itself is 99.9% space. So in reality there is no boundary, there's just one body, the body of the universe. When we breathe, it's the universe breathing out. This presence that we are cannot be located. Because it is that which knows. Like the sun which illuminates Earth. So this presence or consciousness that we are illuminates all the phenomena that we experience directly in our conscious presence. And that which cannot be located is also timeless. Buddhist teachings often refer to three natures. The first nature is imaginary. It's what our practice principles refer to as the dream. So, our whole human drama is an imaginary dream, an imaginary separate self, interacting with imaginary others, often creating much suffering. That which we take to be real becomes real in effect. This phenomena is often 
observable in our lives at various times. For example, one could be visiting, uh, say, the hometown you grew up in many years ago. And you see an old lover coming towards you. You think you recognize this person, they're now much older than they were before. And all of the, some of the familiar feelings and thoughts from that time in connection with that person are experienced in the here and now. Then, as that person gets up closer, you realize that it's, it wasn't the the old lover, and how you then realize all those emotions that one was experiencing, which is totally the creation of our imagination and our memory. And of course, when loved ones pass away, the only thing that's left of our experience of them is our memory and our imagination. The second nature is what is often referred to as cause and effect or other dependence or interdependence. And it seems to be relatively real. So all the conditions of form, all the different forms that life takes, embodies trees, mountains, manufactured objects such as cups and pipes. All these are formed from different elements, different conditions, and are constantly changing and impermanent. So they're real, but relatively real in the sense that they have no, what is referred to in Buddhism as self-nature. They have no permanent identity. There is nothing substantial about them. It's the transience and impermanence of the cherry blossoms falling from the cherry tree. sensations and perceptions we experience are of this kind.
thoughts we experience are similarly empty of any self-nature. third nature is what is referred to usually as Buddha nature. The unconditioned, the unborn and undying. source of everything. We participate in this Buddha nature through our presence or awareness and consciousness. We can see if, if we investigate this, you have to investigate this for yourself. Don't take my word or anybody else's word. As the Buddha said, you have to be a light unto yourself. You have to verify this for yourself. But awareness or consciousness is non-locatable. It cannot be reduced to our body or brain. this question, who is hearing, who is feeling, who is seeing, this consciousness that we realize that we participate in is global, universal, consciousness of the universe, if you like. This is Buddha nature. Buddha nature just gets obscured by our attachment to the imaginary separate self. This um, egoic system that we have to develop as a child, which is necessary, the same way as our senses allow us to navigate the natural world. Our ego system allows us to navigate the social world, beginning as children. But we can become imprisoned and attached to that system. So, in meditation we are called to see through that system. See it as imaginary. And hence, not really real. And hence, if we're not really real, then who 
to go to Stamford. See if we can see through the attachment to I, me and mine. Then we're less likely to suffer when we lose our possessions. Consciousness cannot be locatable. And this is also the unborn and undying. If we can see this clearly, we're less anxious about disappearing when this body comes to its final dissolution and breaks apart. breathing. Relax deeply into the oneness of everything. Rest your attention in your global awareness. Allow yourself to fly freely. Untethered unbound the freedom we all inherently are
symbolize as a tree. And then we are all fruit hanging from the tree. In the state of delusion or separateness, we take ourselves to be a separate fruit and not connected to the tree or the other fruits. In realizing our Buddha nature, we realize that we always have been and always will be the tree. Often the tree is a beautiful symbol of meditation. Still sensitive, the roots go deeply and intertwine with other trees. founding ancestor of the Zen lineage, Bodhidharma was asked, what is the meaning of Buddhism coming to the West? What is the meaning of Dharma? What is the meaning of truth? He replied, the oak tree in the garden.
So there is no need to seek any further than this, this body, this consciousness, this moment. From the very beginning, all beings are Buddha, like water and ice, without water no ice, outside us no Buddhas, how near the truth yet how far we seek, like one in water crying I thirst, like a child of rich birth wandering poor on this earth, we endlessly circle the six worlds. The cause of our sorrow is ego delusion. From dark path to dark path, we've wandered in darkness. How can we be free from birth and death? The gateway to freedom is Zazen Samadhi. Beyond exaltation, beyond all our praises, the pure Mahayana, upholding the precepts, repentance and giving, the countless good deeds and the right way of living, all come from Zazen. Thus, one true Samadhi extinguishes evils, it purifies karma, dissolving obstructions. Then where are the dark paths to lead us astray? pure lotus land is not far away. Hearing this truth, heart humble and grateful, 
to praise and embrace it, to practice its wisdom, brings unending blessings, brings mountains of merit. And when we turn inward and prove our true nature, that true self is no self, our own self is no self, we go beyond ego and past clever words. And the gate to the oneness of cause and effect is thrown open. Not two and not three. Straight ahead runs the way. Our form now being no form. In going and returning, we never leave home. Our thought now being no thought. Our dancing and songs are the voice of the Dharma. How vast is the heaven of boundless samadhi. How bright and transparent the moonlight of wisdom. What is there outside us? What is there we lack? Nirvana is openly shown to our eyes. This earth where we stand is the pure lotus land. And this very body the body of Buddha. <laughs>